For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Local Youth Worker, a daily podcast brought to you by Reformed Youth Ministries. I'm your host, John Parrott. All this week, we will be talking to Reverend Michael Hall. Michael, welcome. Hey, John. Michael and I, we are co-workers, and if you actually listen to the local youth worker, you will know that he was on episodes 116 to 120, uh, so you can go back. That was in our first season where we were doing the five basic questions uh, with youth workers. Uh, so Michael is in Charlottesville, Virginia, uh, even though we're we're co-workers, we're uh, very far away, but we do get to see each other <laughs> this way through Skype and uh, Zoom during our staff meetings each week. Uh, but anyway, Michael, um, how about before we get started uh, with this week's questions, why don't you just tell us a little bit about uh, your role with RYM and then what you did prior to that? Sure. Uh, I'm currently the director of training with RYM. And uh you know, my role with RYM primarily is uh, leading our energies that all target towards youth workers themselves. Um, in kind of a day-to-day basis, uh, a lot of my time is spent on the phone, on Skype calls, uh, traveling some, but spending time with youth workers, uh, coaching, consulting, offering pastoral care uh, over any number of things, from programming questions to, to heart questions, you name it. Um, and that's that's the delight. I love pastoring, uh, pastoring pastors, especially those who work with youth. Um, and then the other areas of ministry that are more programmatic is I, uh, I lead and direct the Youth Leader Training Conference, uh, as well as our church internship program, um, which has, you know, interns serving full time in churches uh, for two years after college as they kind of discern ministry as a calling. And uh, that's also a delight. Yeah. And, and I should have said, tell us about your family, too. Uh, so why don't yeah, you go yeah. ahead and do that before we get into the questions? Sure. Um, so I met my wife, Kirby, um, uh, in college at Ole Miss. Um, we both came to faith in college uh, through campus ministry there. And uh, after some prayer and discernment, we both ended up at uh, Covenant Seminary um, back in the late 90s. And uh, that was also a delight to share that experience with her. Uh, we have three kiddos, um, uh, not so little anymore. Uh, we're in the throes of it, uh, youth workers. We've got a 17-year-old daughter, Mackenzie. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15-year-old son, Carter, and a 13-year-old son, John Thomas, who's a seventh grader. Um, so we're, uh, uh, we've got youth ministry at home, and it's uh, nothing but excitement, baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we before moving to Charlottesville, Virginia, where I was on staff at Trinity Presbyterian Church uh, doing youth ministry, I served at uh, a church in St. Louis um, doing youth ministry for a number of years, as well as a church in South Carolina doing youth ministry uh, as well. Um, after seminary, been doing youth ministry, I guess, in the local church. Um, first youth ministry gig was started in around 1996. So uh, I love the church. I love youth ministry in the local church and um, excited about the opportunity to have serving with RYM to, to support, encourage uh, and grow youth ministries in local churches. 
Hmm. And I promise we're going to get to some other questions other than just your bio. But didn't you uh, live in Germany for a time as well? Uh, I I lived in Germany for a summer and then studied in Salzburg, Austria for a year. Uh, and uh, that sounds really glamorous, but it, it um, you know, some people go out west to find themselves. Um, you know, I was pre-med through most of college, through my junior year, thinking I wanted to go to med school. And uh, interestingly enough, you know, coming to faith led me away from med school. Um, <laughs> sounds kind of funny. Uh, but uh, no, I just began to entertain other ideas about what God might have in store for me. And I, I was majoring in German and I knew that if I wanted to do anything with that, I really needed to really learn it. So I, I began a, a master's program at the University of Salzburg and it was a glorious year. We, my, mar- my wife and I got married before and did that whole year there together. Um, just unbelievable experience and uh, uh, ended up moving from there to St. Louis to start seminary. So the God, God kind of got us away together to confirm the side conversation going on along the lines of what to do with my German degree was also, is ministry possibly a call? So getting us away uh, uh, helped us really refine that sense of call. And we, we kind of leaned into that and headed home towards seminary. Yeah. Well, Michael, uh, the reason why Michael's on all this week, we're actually going to be talking about youth leader training, which he referenced uh, in his bio. And uh I know there are a lot of people that listen that know what YLT is, uh, but there are a lot of people who do not know what YLT is. And as you're, you know, you're just mentioning uh, living over in uh, Germany, uh, I do know that there is a consistent listener or listeners over in Sweden, uh, which is really interesting. (laughs) And we'd love to hear from you if you want to reach out and contact us. But uh, all that to say, there are people who listen to the show who are all over and don't know what YLT is. Uh, So why don't you tell us what is YLT, Michael? Uh, yeah, I'd love to tell you a little bit more about that. And it's and it's funny, John, this year more than ever, um, I'm getting emails from all over the world. Uh, uh, in the past month, I've gotten emails from three different African countries and an email from a youth worker in Pakistan. Wow. Um, and they're and they're uh, hearing about us. Some have actually heard the podcast and some are finding us online just searching. Wow. Uh, and it's kind of cool because they're searching um, uh, youth ministry reformed. Um, because they're 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 reformed people coming into their world and they're they're it's reformed churches reformed theology so to speak uh, and they find us um, anyway uh, so uh, that is amazing what and I'm excited to to see um, our continued growth what is Absolutely. YLT um, youth leader training you know to to understand youth leader training uh, I think it would be helpful uh, as I have this conversation a lot a lot of people don't know much about RYM just as a broad ministry and. And I think understanding RYM and our heartbeat and vision um, a little bit will help us understand how we got to launch YLT. Uh, you know, RYM began in the early 70s by some guys uh, at, at RTS Seminary in Jackson who had a heart for students and a heart that they would know and love the scriptures. Um, there was a lot of uh, wandering from the scriptures in the church at that time, and they they wanted to hold fast and teach kids the scriptures. So the summer conferences were begun then, and for a number of years, RYM was all about a a Bible, a strong Bible-based summer conference experience um, for high schoolers. Um, uh, way down the road, we launched a middle school conference, and and then in the mid 2000s, uh, we started to see the real explosion of the summer conferences. Now hosting six this summer, um, had seven last summer, and uh, uh, always looking to grow the summer conference ministry to create that opportunity in the more and more regions of the country. Uh, but in that mid 2000s, uh, they hired Joey Stewart, our our, our now president, to direct the ministry and to kind of move into new vision, uh, because what the church was learning and what the studies were coming out with, like Christian Smith's uh, National Study of Youth and Religion, and various books were being written and articles were being written saying, hey, 
uh, kids are leaving the church in droves. Um, youth ministry has not worked. So as, as scholars and youth workers and pastors begin to wrestle with the question, uh, Joey and our board uh, wisely said we need to do more than summer conferences to serve the church uh, in building strong youth ministries to reach the next generation with the gospel. Uh, we need to train youth workers. Uh, they knew and learned seminaries aren't doing a great job necessarily of training youth pastors. Um, even the colleges with good youth ministry programs, while they come out with some skills, they're still 21, 22. They're young, um, and the church uh, needs help. We need to not only train youth workers to start well, but we need to continually train youth workers uh, to stay robust, to stay on edge, to stay digging into the scriptures, to stay thoughtful um, about what they're doing. Because even then, you know, 12 years ago, uh, culturally speaking, things were getting really hard in raising the next generation, and it's only gotten more and more challenging. So so uh, Joey and the board launched the first youth leader training conference in Memphis uh, with about 15 youth workers. Um, and uh, and we're coming up on our 12th year this next year in 2019. Um, it started uh, also another thing about youth leader training. It, it started as Joey was praying about how could we help the church and serve youth leaders. He had been participating in attending a, uh, a summer training, week long training event uh, of, a, of a campus ministry. Um, and some of his friends were involved in this ministry and he would go just to listen to the training. It was incredible teaching and training. And what he began to realize is that these guys who were all ordained uh, ministers uh, in the Presbyterian Church in America who were doing a similar ministry on college campuses all across the country. So they had education. They had experience. They were doing ministries. They, they, they committed to come every year to this week of training to be challenged and encouraged in the thoughtfulness and the biblical content of what they're doing. Uh, but the thing that and they all loved that. But he began to realize and as he interacted with them, what they loved most um, is the community that was built around that common call to ministry. And Joey, God, by God's grace, Joey said, you know who needs this? Youth workers need this. They have a common call to ministry. They have a common ministry demographic. Um, yes, local churches are differently, just like college campuses are different. But but building a community of youth workers around a common philosophy ministry and to meet year in, year out, um, to meet year after year, to, to go back and remind each other of why we're doing what we're doing, what the call of Scripture is, um, dig deep into our theology and our, and our understanding of, of the Bible's call to do youth ministry uh, in the context of the church. Uh, community is built. Affirmation of that incredibly important call is is created and affirmed, and uh, and and content is is dug deep. So, um, youth leader training was started, and it has grown steadily ever since. Uh, and it is all about that um, bringing youth workers together to dig into the scriptures alongside one another while being encouraged uh, by the gospel. Yeah, that's that's good. I feel like. I mean, I'm on staff with RYM, so obviously I'm biased to YLT, but uh, I feel like I can hype YLT and brag on it because I have nothing to do with it um, <laughs> because it's, that's more your department, but also <clears throat> because as a youth worker, you know, I was at Perwitcher Press uh, for over 12 and a half years and went to YLT many times and uh, would just tell others, I mean, it was one of the most encouraging weeks uh, of my year. Uh, and it was a just a shot in the arm uh, and just vital uh, to my to my ministry. And so I feel like I can still hype it and uh, brag about it, knowing that again, it's it's not really something that I'm I'm that involved in. Yes, I attended and um, will teach it at times, uh, but it's still it's Michael's department. And uh, again, I can talk about it from the perspective of being on the outside as a youth worker and just uh, the ways in which the Lord used it in my own life. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, Michael, as we start to, to wind this down, why don't you, and, and we'll get into some more specifics of it and uh, why you know youth leaders should consider coming to it. Why, why don't you tell people where they can find out some more details about it and where they can register? Because I know registration will be uh, you know closing in, in January. But why don't you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, you bet. Uh, thanks, John. And yeah, I do look forward to talking more about uh, uh, the impact of YLT. And, and I, like you, I attended YLT myself for years as a youth pastor before coming on staff. And, uh, you know, the, the website's the hub of all of information. So rym.org slash training will get you to the launch page uh, and you can click on Youth Leader Training Conferences. And um, uh, I will apologize to everyone. I'm not sure exactly when this uh, when this podcast will air, but uh, we got a little delayed in getting all of the details up for Youth Leader Training. But we're hoping here, uh, we're recording this here towards the end of November. We're hoping by the end of the month to have a bunch of, you know, all the final details listed. Uh, but if you go to rym.org slash training, uh, you'll find the dates, the cost, what the cost includes, um, some sample schedules from previous years. But again, by the end of this week or so, we should have schedules up for this year. So you'll know about timing of your travel. Uh, YLT begins on a Monday evening, ends on a Friday morning. Um, uh, this year, there will be two conferences. We've been in Nashville for the past, uh, I guess, maybe six, seven years uh, maybe eight years now uh, at a really great location just south of of the airport, not too far from downtown. Um, and that's in January, the 28th of January through the 1st of February. Uh, again, beginning on that Monday evening. So you got a lot of time to travel. Um, and uh, this year, really beginning with kind of a celebration of youth ministry and youth workers on Monday night, uh, not doing any training, so to speak, on Monday afternoon like we've done in previous years. And everything winds up by 11, 11.30 a.m. on Friday, so you have plenty of time to kind of meander back or catch flights. And, uh, you know, if anybody needs help getting to and from the airport, we always help with that, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So um, all the information is there about both conferences. Uh, I was going to say the second conference is this year, which is new and exciting. We'll talk more about that later this week. But uh, Paradise, Pennsylvania, really close to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, and that's going to be in March the 11th through the 15th, also starting on a Monday evening, ending on a Friday morning. Uh, the dates and information are there for that as well. Registration for both conferences is open. Uh, the deadline for the uh, January conference is, um, I guess, about a week before the, uh, honestly, can't remember the date off the top of my head right now. I should have had that written down. Um, <laughs> but it's in a little bit before the January, it's mid-January. And then the uh, the March conference, um, our lodging is a little bit more um, a little bit more refined there. So we have, it's, it's about a month out. It's sometimes in uh, early February is when the, the March conference deadline is. Yeah. Well, well thanks for that information. And, and like Michael said, go to rwam.org slash training and you can check that out. And I know there's a promotional video on there as well to kind of hear some testimony from uh, youth workers. And uh, so we'll begin to wrap this up today, Michael, but I know tomorrow what we're going to talk about is uh, three reasons why you think every youth worker should attend this. Uh, so be sure and And tune in, and if you're a parent listening to this or someone who's not uh, specifically serving in youth ministry in the local church, uh, be sure to pass this on to to youth workers. Uh, Let them hear it. Let them listen to it. Pass this on to elders of churches to encourage youth workers uh, to attend this vital uh, training uh, that takes place. So anyway, Michael, great talking with you. Looking forward to talking with you more this week. You bet. Thanks. Thanks.